Our reading for today is taken from Psalm 31, verses 15 and 16. And the psalmist writes, My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make your face shine upon your servant. Save me for your mercy's sake. These are your words, Heavenly Father. They are your truth. We pray that you would strengthen our faith through them. Amen. May be seated. You are squeezed and pushed through this very tight canal, and all of a sudden, it's very loud and very bright. And all of a sudden, these large, large hands of a creature grab you, and a big piece of cloth is wrapped around you very tightly. And the, and someone takes you with those large hands and places you on top of another creature that, that holds you close to, to their side. And you're screaming and you're crying, trying to figure out what is going on. You're trying to make some sense of all of this. It's very bright in the room. Where did this all come from? How did, how did you get here? This is life. You were born. What a weird way to enter the world, huh? Your life. And you begin to realize that these strange creatures that are around you are there to help you. These weird things hanging off of your body, these appendages, are things that slowly you begin to figure out you can kind of control to some extent. The large creatures start using their mouths to communicate to you and vocalizing things to you and you begin to try to understand what they're talking to you about and you start to develop an attachment to these large creatures that are taking care of you and you start to realize you, you yourself can think, you can imagine things in your brain and you can start to figure things out to some extent, maybe not everything. But as you get older, some of these other creatures, and you realize you're getting bigger too, you're becoming a bigger creature. As you get older, you start to, you start to realize that, that some of these other creatures aren't always nice to you. And then you realize you're not always nice either. You realize that they can say some pretty harmful things to you. And then you realize you can too. And you realize that many of them are, are very self-centered. But then you start to think about yourself and you realize, I guess I am too. And you realize sometimes they can do some pretty mean and nasty things. Sometimes they can be very greedy. And you examine yourself and you realize, I guess I am too. There's something not right. Some, something's wrong. You're your mind is able to imagine what, what something perfect would be like, sort of, but you never feel like you quite get there. You never quite make it there. And it's so easy to, to see how everything in the world is just not the way it kind of should be. It's fallen. There's something wrong. There's something messed up. And then you discover that some of these creatures around you start to die. Maybe, maybe creatures that are even close to you start to die. Their life just ends. That's it. 
and you find a bird in your backyard that's dead. And then you discover that that's going to happen to you someday. That's going to happen to your body someday. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. Absolutely nothing. No matter what fantastic doctor you come up with, you can't stop it. And so you try to sit back and make some sense of all of this. What, what is this thing, life, that I'm in the middle of? What is all of this? What, what am I supposed to do with it? What, what is it supposed to be about? Why am I here? What is this all about? Imagine for just a moment that you're up on a balcony and you're looking out on a big yard. And out in the yard, someone has taken a 5,000-piece children's playground set and just scattered the pieces all over the backyard. And there's nuts and bolts and screws and chains and plastic and metal all over the place in the backyard. And as you're looking at it, it doesn't seem to make any sense. And there's little groups of people sitting around a couple things, a couple items, trying to put them together and make some sense of it. But nobody has a clue of how it all fits together. Wouldn't it be amazing if all of a sudden somebody dropped a manual in that was written by the person who designed the whole swing set, who knew exactly how it should be put together, who knew exactly how it was supposed to function, who knew that the purpose of all of this was a good and wonderful thing, that it was supposed to bring joy and happiness to people. If a manual like that were suddenly brought into that yard and helped people make sense of it all, what, a, what an amazing thing that would be. In this sanctuary, on the altar, is a manual. And it has been written by the very one who designed your body, and your mind, and your soul, and your talents. The one who decided where you would be born, who decided what your parents would look like, who decided what color your eyes would be, how many hairs you have on your head. You don't even have an idea of that. The very one who decided what your bone structure would be like, how your teeth would line up, where you would live, where you would fall in historical time. The very one who designed everything about this world and the life that you have, that you are presently in the middle of, has given us a manual to make sense of it all. And when you come into this sanctuary, that's what we study the most, is to learn from that manual. And he teaches us why we all have this fallen condition. He teaches us that that's not the way his original intent was, that we messed it up. He teaches us why we have greed and selfishness inside of us. He teaches us why we're going to die. He teaches us all the things we need to know. But above all, he teaches us how to get out of all of these problems. He teaches us through that manual how things should function and where there's a perfect world waiting for us. And that he has come into historical time in order to make that happen for you and me by sending his son into the world to be a savior. To pay for all of the guilt and sin that's inside of us and all the other big creatures around us that hurt us and bother us for all of that wickedness that's inside of us, his own son had to come and die for that, to pay for that guilt before God himself. And because of that, you and I have been completely forgiven, washed clean by the blood of Christ. And through faith in that son of his, by trusting in him, you're going to get out of your grave someday. You will live again forever. So make coming to chapel 
a regular part of your everyday life here on campus. To confront the very one who created you, made you, redeemed you, saves you, and has plans for you that are beyond anything you can imagine in this life. This room is where, as our text says, God's face shines on us. Come and sit in the radiance of that wonderful grace of your Lord every day. Amen.